Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hello, friends. I'm excited to talk to you today. We're going to be talking about how to make Easter more about Jesus and less about the bunny, but also keep the fun. Easter is such a fun holiday, but it's so easy to get caught up in the candy and the chocolates and Easter egg hunts and the Easter bunny and all the stuff, right? And your kids just love baskets and goodies as I mean, most kids do, right? Mine love them. But we as Christian moms want to help our kids focus on the true excitement of Easter. We want to focus on Jesus' death and resurrection. This is so important, my friends. This is the best holiday ever. Better than Christmas. Better than all. And so we just want to talk in this episode about some different ways that we can make Easter fun and that we can also celebrate Easter and then we can focus on the fact that it is Jesus' resurrection and he is saving us. But there are so many distractions. So how do you keep your kiddos focused and just having a great time, but also just realizing the amazing events that took place? I know this holiday we definitely build up all year And all scripture points to this exact time. This is the best holiday ever. It is when our Redeemer saves us from all eternity. Now, I've been reading 1st and 2nd Chronicles for Lent with She Reads Truth. I love that organization. They're just so fun. And their books are so beautiful. And the quality of them are amazing. There's just the pictures, the imagery with scripture, with the colors, the font. Sometimes they put in recipes. It's just amazing. I'm not an affiliate, but I definitely challenge you to go check them out. But through Lent, we've been studying First and Second Chronicles. And First and Second Chronicles seems like a very dry book. It's usually where most Bible studies end, right? You get <laughs> like Genesis, which is exciting, and then... Leviticus and Exodus, where Moses is taking the Israelites out of Egypt and you have them starting the birth of a new nation. 
then you kind of get to Deuteronomy and Leviticus and it's lots of law. And then you just kind of keep moving and it gets more sluggish. But I just challenge you to really dig into first and second Chronicles. I was surprised at just the fact that God is constantly, constantly giving us grace as a people, as a nation, as his nation of Israel. He's constantly seeking them. It talks all through David and his reign and also King Solomon and how he built the temple. And then after that, things just fell apart. So it was just incredible to read through this and to read through how big the temple actually was. If you go to Jerusalem, I have not been there, but I've heard is incredible the amount of work that was put in to build the temple in Jerusalem that at one point got destroyed. But just the fact of the stones for it is just a marvel of how it was set up and how it was built. And so that just spoke to me of how big is our God and how amazing that he is this huge, amazing, magnificent God that is the creator of the universe and controls all things. And yet he wants to be right with us. And he wanted us so bad that he sent his only begotten son to die for us. And that he broke death's hold and broke death's chains on us and we were released forever. And that is what we really want to pass on to our kids is that message of hope and redemption. So what more could you ask for in an amazing redemption story that is true? So how do we make Easter as moms, as Christian moms, who we want our kids to enjoy it, but there's so many distractions. We want them to have fun on Easter, but as we mentioned, really understand the deeper meaning. So how do we do that? How do we make Easter more about Jesus and less about the Easter bunny and candy and all the things? Three easy tips. Number one, focus on the real reason for Easter. So focus on Jesus, whether you're reading scripture up until Easter, whether you sit down and read the Easter story together, definitely go to a Good Friday service if your kiddos you feel are old enough and can handle that. It's really amazing and incredible. I think it's just kind of a different service since it's usually in the evening and it's by candlelight and it's dark and you just feel that heaviness that sets in when Jesus was crucified. And then that Easter morning is light and beautiful and praiseworthy. And so I just encourage you to go to a Good Friday service and then go to the Easter service. And this may also be, I know there's different churches that put on performances or different other things. And so this is just Remind your kids about Jesus. Remind them about the real story and do that first and foremost. Number two, acknowledge the elephant in the room, or should we say the bunny? Plan to celebrate Easter and make it fun, but don't just focus on the Easter bunny. 
and the candy. So maybe like you do a fun Easter egg hunt. I know we did one that was glow in the dark eggs. And I don't even think we put anything in them, but we did it during COVID. Oh, we did it. I take that back. We did it when our backyard, we did do it during COVID. And that was the same time that our backyard was being remodeled. So we couldn't really hide Easter eggs in our backyard because it was torn up and it was dangerous to go into with barbed wire or concrete and rebarb and pipes everywhere and giant holes. So we decided to do an Easter egg hunt that was a glow in the dark Easter egg hunt in our house. And each kid, you we got the eggs online, probably from Amazon. And each kid had a different color or two different colors that they were looking for. I think there were six colors. So each kid had two colors. And so we turned off all the lights and they got flashlights and they were able to go find these eggs all over the house. And they had so much fun and it was just different and just really fun. So make it fun. Maybe you want to get creative with your Easter baskets and instead of offering a bunch of candy, which as we know, it's not always the best for our kids. They love it, but then they go bonkers and that's not really fun to deal with. So another option is to give them something. You can give them several things, but I know options that we've done in the past would be give them a gift card or a ticket to someplace. We used to love Happy Hollow. That's in San Jose. It's kind of like a kid's amusement park. That's for little kids. And now we'd probably give them like a Great America pass for the summer in their Easter basket as a gift, or you can sponsor a child through compassion and that can be your Easter gift. You can buy a goat or something in a third world country as a gift to another little kid, like give another little kid a soccer ball and have that be in your kid's Easter basket. It's a little bit harder if they're younger to understand such things, but to give to others is huge. So those are just some creative ideas. If you wanted to do something fun and a little different from Easter, a little different from the candy, but use your imagination, have fun with it. It depends on your kids and what they enjoy and also depends on what you think they would like, but also <laughs> remembering that Jesus is the reason for the season. So number one was to focus on the real reason for Easter, whether that's reading scripture up until Easter Sunday or going to an Easter Sunday event and a Good Friday event. Number two is to acknowledge the elephant in the room. So plan to do something fun for Easter. Plan to either give to somebody or celebrate through a fun Easter basket or a fun Easter egg hunt and have fun with it. Make sure that it is a celebration because that is what you want your kids to look forward to, that this is a time of celebration, whether it's with bunnies and eggs, which is what you want to downplay, or <laughs> they really know that it's Jesus behind this season. But you want it to be a holiday that they're going to remember for being fun and celebrating and being excited and all the things. Number three is to serve and love. So this one kind of comes in play with the Easter basket that we we're talking about. If you do it for a compassion kid, if you sponsor a compassion child or you give a gift to a child in a third world country, this is just to think about others around you. I think kids 
and us especially can get very tunnel visioned. And so the more that you can give them perspective about the world around you, your neighbors, your friends, somebody who might be hurting during that season, that you could just share God's love. So maybe you could leave a gift for somebody or bring them flowers if they needed help or just give them a helping hand, write somebody a card, put it in their mailbox, tell them that you're thinking of them. Do something kind for someone else, I think is a huge way to just open our perspective. This year, for the first time, our oldest is old enough, she'll be 13. And so she and my husband are going on a special missions trip with our church to go and build houses in Mexico. And we're so excited for her to be on this missions trip and see people in third world countries that don't have as much as we do. I think it just gives them more perspective and opens their eyes to the blessings that we have and so many gifts and just helps them get their focus off themselves and onto others. That is just my prayer for you, just that Easter would be really a fun time of celebration, but that you could carve out some time to reflect and just be in awe and wonder and just sheer unfathomable redeeming power that God has given us through his son, the grace and the love that he has redeemed us with. So that is my prayer that you be able to enjoy Easter, but really celebrate and that your kids would just see this and be encouraged. Now you can always find me on my website. It's Bird Michelle. Dot com B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. Come on over. I would love to say hi and just connect with you more. We can always connect in my Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. There's lots of fun information I put in there and just it's a good community to share and hang out. So come on over. I would love to see you. And as always, if you have a minute, please leave a review or subscribe. That just lights up my heart and it lets Apple Podcasts know that people are listening to this podcast and then it will come up more in the charts and more moms will be helped. So thank you so much. Now go and have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast 
so that you don't miss an episode. 